Hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Today on the podcast review show, we're going to be talking the short time wrestling podcast. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. All right, welcome back to the podcast review show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. And we always start off the show letting you know that what you're about to hear is an opinion and only opinion. And you can agree with ours or you can disagree with ours. But uh, we've been asked for ours. And tonight we have uh, Jason Bryant of the Short Time Wrestling Podcast. And uh, what we do is, well, Eric, why don't you explain what we do to Eric's or to Eric's show? Yeah, to uh, Jason's show. <laughs> <laughs> Here on the podcast review show, we review podcasts. It's crazy. We actually uh, help you as the podcaster spotlight what you're doing right and help you do more of that. And then identify some items and some points and some low hanging fruit that we might think you uh, might be able to tweak to make your show a little bit stronger. And we call it the podcast review show. And uh, that the lovely tones of the one, the only Eric K. Johnson, better known as the podcast talent coach. You can find him at podcast talentcoach.com and uh jason you are our special guest tonight thanks for coming on the show tell everybody where we can find your stuff well thanks for having me on guys it's at audio.theopenmat.com it's where the short time wrestling podcast exists it's a basically a deliverable of our main website which is theopenmat.com a national wrestling uh media outlet we've got broadcast we produce two digital magazines uh, a month. So it's, it's pretty much a nonstop, a one-stop shop for all your college Olympic and high school wrestling type of information. And the podcast is the next thing that we've kind of uh, produced and started to develop for our listeners and readers. And a digital magazine is just curious. A Very similar to what you guys might be familiar with, with Pottertainment. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, you know, an online magazine. We've, we take some of our feature stories that are behind our paywall and people might that are, they're subscribing to it and we package it in a, in a magazine type of format that's kind of geared for iPads and, and not necessarily e-readers as a whole, but uh, I've got a lot of desktop publishing. I worked eight years at a newspaper. So uh, we were with a print magazine for about a year and a half and that, that basically relationship soured. So we decided to take what we do well and package it into a digital format. And with digital, we don't have the overhead of the print cost or the shipping. So uh, we've basically launched that about six months ago. Kind of, it's it's kind of a startup, restartup kind of thing. But theopenmat.com has been around since 2008, 2009. So, Jason, how many uh, people do you have writing for your magazines? Uh, usually, we have. Well, me, I'm the main writer. Uh, one of my uh, business partners, he writes a column a month, and we've got uh, two or three regular, consistent writers. And I do a lot of the feature writing and cover event coverage myself. So, 
uh, the main draws with our magazines are the columnist Andy Rovat was a 2008 Olympian. Matt Linland was, fought in the UFC and was a 2000 Olympic silver medalist, 2001 world silver medalist, and currently now the new USA Wrestling Greco-Roman national team coach. So uh, we've got some pull with, with notable names. Myself, I've been uh, in wrestling covering it full-time for about 15 years. So I've got a couple writing awards, a couple broadcasting awards. So my name carries a little bit of respect within the sport of wrestling. So uh, that, that's one thing we capitalize on just a little bit. Very nice. And what's the, the goal of the podcast? Well, it's, it's funny. It started, and this is actually my third podcast. And Dave, when we talked, uh, when we talked about the consult, consulting call we had about two weeks ago, the initial podcast, I didn't realize I was podcasting when I was podcasting the first <laughs> time. This time I'm, I'm looking at this, what was not being fulfilled by wrestling and, you know, everybody's getting on message boards and it's very internet driven. It's basically, it's an internet sport. We've got four or five major websites that cover it, a couple magazines, but I was thinking, what could we do to give somebody a five to 10 minute, basically recap, basically picture a sports center update. You know, they throw it out every 20 minutes on ESPN radio. I was thinking, well, why not, record a show for five to 10 minutes. And this is the genesis of where the name short time came from because it's a wrestling term, meaning it's short time. There's five seconds left in the match. You'll hear a coach yell short time. So I'm thinking five to 10 minutes, you give the previous day's recap, you, you upload it around you know midnight, 1130 midnight. So people, when they wake up in the morning, they'll play it in the shower on their, their drive to work and they've got the day's news. And then they'll come back to the website and read more about it. Or, you know, it'll, it'll be a way to say, Hey, it's not just the the main programs in the Big Ten. Here's something interesting that happened in Division Two. Here's something interesting that happened in Division Three. Uh, no, you know, just basically news nuggets. That is kind of a, a morning coffee type of thing. Got it. So it's sports. And then, yeah, and then the the off season where there's no competition, very little competition. I, I went back to the interview format, and I've done a couple shows where I've done some news, like the show I'm about to release tonight or for tomorrow. Uh, it's it's only about a 15 20 minute interview. So I've got some news from this week that I'm going to throw in before the interview and kind of that's where I think this is eventually going to go is I'll have an interview maybe once, probably stick to my twice a week, if not just one. And then during the year, I would do three or four a week because it always depends on the amount of news that happens. So if there's no matches on a Wednesday night, I'm not going to do a podcast. So um, that's where the scheduling is not really great. But I found a lot of people gave me some feedback on it, at least personally. And like, yeah, I like what you're doing. Those updates are great. I listen to it in the shower. So, uh, you know, it's, it's an evolution of a process and, and the interviews, the, the feedback, at least again, not on iTunes, cause I've only got two, but the, the, the feedback I'm hearing from uh, our wrestling community and people that know me are like, yeah, they like it. So uh, that's probably the format I'm going to end up going to is, you know, the daily dose in the first five minutes of the show. And then you can stick around for the interview. Hopefully I've hooked you, well enough to stick around and listen to the guest who I feel is usually a very pertinent topic. Well, I, I want to say bless you for, for not doing an episode when you have no content. Cause I hear a lot of people <laughs> that do that and it drives me bonkers. <laughs> Even if you warn me, I have no content. So if you want to tune out now, I'm like, then don't do a show. But, right. Stop treading water <laughs> for no apparent reason. So how long is the season, Jason? Like how long are you in season? College wrestling season typically starts first week in November, ends the third weekend of March. Okay. So, so if I can look at it, I've, I've got, you guys are, we're, we're talking about episode, which, what is it? 65. 66, 65 or yeah, 65. So 
if I can look at it, I'm not sure I have everything. I think the interview started around 48. So I think I've done maybe 15, 20 interview-based shows, but there was probably 40, 40 some episodes that were these daily dose type of things. All right. Well, nice. enough talking about it. Let's uh, take a listen. Recent Iowa graduate and 2014 NCAA champion Tony Ramos has been known to burn a hole through his opponents by simply staring at them. He's made the world team at 57 kilos in men's freestyle and will head to Uzbekistan for the world championships. We go one-on-one with Ramos and take your questions on episode 65 of the Short Time Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the Short Time Wrestling Podcast on TheOpenMat.com. I'm three-time national wrestling writer and broadcaster of the year, Jason Bryant. I'll be taking you through the pertinent topics of the day with previews, reviews, and interviews. Short Time is presented by FlipsWrestling.com. Subscribe to the Short Time Wrestling Podcast on iTunes by going to TheOpenMat.com slash iTunes. Visit Short Time on the web at audio.theopenmat.com to find out how you can listen on your favorite podcasting app. And get your wrestling news in a digitally delivered magazine format by going to theopenmat.com slash subscribe and check out both of our digital magazine offerings. Now it's time, because we know you've always got time for Short Time. Are you new to the podcasting format and want to know how you can listen on your smartphone, your computer, or other mobile device? Well, that's easy. Just head on over to audio.theopenmat.com slash tutorial and find out how you can take short time on the road with you. Short Time Wrestling Podcast, we're talking with the U.S. World Team member in men's freestyle at 57 kilos. His name is Tony Ramos, hails from Glenbard North High School out of Carroll Stream, Illinois. For those of you that don't know, that's a Chicago suburb. He's a three-time high school state champion, junior world teamer in 2009, a three-time All-American and 2014 NCAA Division I champion. As we said earlier, a representative at 57 kilos. Tony, how are you doing in the wake of your championship of the U.S. World Team Trials? I'm doing awesome. Just, you know, let my body recover now and getting ready to uh, go to training camp out in Arizona State. We always like to ask the guest on Short Time a quick question about how they got started in wrestling. So uh, what's your story and how did you first get exposed to the sport and why did you decide it was a sport for you? Um, well, I really didn't have that much of a choice at first. My whole family wrestled, dad, my brothers. So I grew <laughs> up around it. Um, they started me wrestling when I was three because they wanted my older brother, Frankie, me and Vince, all to wrestle on the same team at least for one year. And that's pretty much how I got started, and I never looked back. It was something that just kept growing on me, and I loved doing it. You had said in a post-tournament interview that you weren't sure you were even going to compete. You were considering taking the year off, and you said it was your Mm fiancé who put the idea in your head. Explain that conversation and, and what followed. Well, we were sitting there watching the U.S. Open, and she knows how competitive I am. She knows how much, you know, this means to me and how much, what my goals are. It's something that's been talked about many times. We've had our discussions, but I had wanted to take the year off. You know, we were getting married. I wanted to, I wanted to get all that done first before I made a run at it. But you know, she, she knew what it meant to me and she really pushed for it and just kept telling me, you got to do this. You know, we'll find a way to make it work. I know you can beat these guys, you know, just kind of that stuff really, really got me thinking and really got me going and finally went in, talked to Tom and said, hey, let's do this. I want to I wanna go take the world by storm now. Your fiance Megan, she's a volleyball player, right? So she's got a little bit of that yep. competitive edge to her as well? 
Yeah, she played volleyball in Iowa. So I guess it's got going to help to have another D1 athlete kind of there in the household going, come on, you, you can do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's just as competitive as I am, and, you know, she, she knows the work and the time that I put in. So it's, uh, it's awesome having her there to push you that extra mile, too. So there we go. That's the first uh, four minutes of uh, the Short Time Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Eric, I'll let you go first. There's a lot jammed into this intro and uh, a lot I want to talk about. First of all, uh, I love the production quality of your show, even though uh, the guest is on the phone. I think the uh, the production quality, the elements that you've added into the show, the uh, just your overall delivery and your nature sounds very professional. I think it sounds uh, uh, very well done, like you have a lot of experience doing what you're doing. Uh, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I like the fact that you um, that you uh, give your credibility and, and what makes you believable and um, and somebody we should trust on the subject. I thought that was solid. Um, I thought your audio quality uh, was great. Sounds like it's produced in a in a solid studio right there. And overall, um, the introduction I thought was pretty strong. The one thing that uh, you might work on with the introduction, it's loaded with uh, a bajillion things. <laughs> like being the first time that I listened to the show, it was it was hitting me right and left, and I'm like, whoa! I, I started getting dizzy. The introduction. Let's just let's just run down the bullet points of the introduction here. From before you even get into the to the interview, you uh, it starts with you're listening to the short time podcast. Um, you, you, you kind of tease what we're going to get. And then, then the produced intro goes, uh, you're listening to the short time podcast. The fact that it's on openmat.com. So now we have both names. I'm trying to figure that out. Uh, you introduce yourself. Uh, then you talk about, you're going to deliver the topics, the previews, the reviews, and the interviews. Uh, then it's brought to you by the sponsor. Then subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, then visit the short time uh, on the web at openmat.com. Uh, then check out both of our magazine digital offerings. Uh, now it's time for the show. Uh, oh, but if you're new and you want to figure out how to listen to the podcast, we have a tutorial for you. And then we get to the interview. <laughs> and it moved quick, which I appreciated. I mean, we got to the meat of the interview in, you know, a minute and a half or, or so. Uh, but man, did you cram a lot of stuff in there and it was dizzying. I had to go back and listen to it about three times just to write all of that down, just to keep track of it all. Um, so um, my suggestion there was figure out what you really want to dive into there at the beginning. We can put a lot of that information on the website and drive everybody there so they can get all the information. Um, you can mention the, the, the magazines within the interview or some stuff like that, just to figure out what it, the message that you want to get across, especially for first time listeners in that introduction, make them feel comfortable into your show and then jump right into it. Um, but I might tighten it up a little bit there. Otherwise I thought you, your delivery, your sound, the overall production of your show sounds solid. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like the production of it. I was like, wow, here's somebody who who definitely, you know, took some time to to find some cool music. I like the music. I liked your voice. Like the overall quality of it. Uh, uh, Eric stole my answer. I love the fact that you gave your cred right at the beginning. I'm like, all right, here's somebody who I should listen to, not some guy down. Not that there's anything wrong with you know podcasting next to the water heater. That's why I started. But it was like, okay, here's somebody who's been doing this for a while. Won awards for it. So I was like, all right, way to, way to nail that without being like cocky about it. It's like, oh, by the way, I've won some awards. I've been doing this for a while. So I thought that was a, a really cool way to, to throw that 
uh, in the beginning. Um, but yeah, my, my one really, the only thing that kind of got me through the whole thing was I still don't know what the name of your show is because it's the open short mat wrestling, um, something it, it's, I, I had to go back and listen because even at the end, I think you actually said you're listening to the open mat. And I'm like, now is it the open mat or is it the short time? So I was the, the whole time when I was going back and making notes, I'm like, what is the name of this show? So that for me, I found confusing. Um, but other than that, I, I like the intro. I just, to me, I'm an old guitar guy. So when you kick it off with a bass drum and some guitar, I'm like, I'm hooked. And then the fact that it was nice and, 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 and like Eric said, it was a lot of stuff, but it was moving. It wasn't like, I was like, okay. And then what? It was like, and boom, and here's another one and boom and boom and boom. So uh, and Jason, uh, with regard to Dave's uh, confusion about the show name, when I went to your about page on your website and you discuss what the open mat is and what the short time is and a couple of your other offerings on on the website about page, that explains it perfectly. Once mm-hmm. I read that, I got to know exactly what you were doing. So maybe you take a little bit of that and add that into the introduction of the show and remove a few of these other things, um, you know, whether it's the. Uh, I know the magazine is the thing you want everybody to go to, but reviewing you on iTunes and and a lot of that housekeeping sort of stuff. If we remove some of that and put in what on the mat is and and the fact that that's the umbrella and short times underneath that, along with the radio show and the other things you have going on are all underneath the uh, the uh, on the mat. um, You know, maybe that might clear some things up. All right. And, and one thing I did notice, and I'm sure this is a question that's going to pop up here soon. Dave, while you were on the screen share, there are right now there's two shows within the, 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 the short time element. The other one's called On the Mat, which could add maybe even a little bit more confusion. Uh, haven't, we haven't gotten to the point where that's got a following enough where I feel like I can break that off into its own RSS feed. I do that for a, a former coworker of mine who does a show in Iowa on Wednesdays. So. Uh, basically to get that show more listens. Cause I think it's a quality, quality program. I I've, that's my Wednesday offer offering. It's part of, you know, part of short time is the on the mat program produced by, you know, 1650 out in Iowa. So I'm not sure if you guys were going to touch on that, but I saw you on, on the, on the website and it's like one half is short time. The other side's on the mat. So Got it. might the, be jumping ahead, but, well, the other <laughs> but thing- as far as the intro goes, yes, this is a, a concern. And I've actually, Tightened up the intro since then. It's still not tight enough, but I, I go back and listen to some older shows. I'm like, okay, wow. I mean, I'd have my wife listen to it and she's not really a wrestling person. She understands what I do and she understands what podcasts are. And it's like, that's really long. Or, you know, one of the things was trying to do an intro saying you're listening to Jason Bryant. Well, and then I listened to, I, I it might've been Daniel that said, don't, uh, don't like say who you are in your own voice in the third person. So uh, I went with that credibility thing. I think all three of you pod amigos or what I'm calling you guys with uh, <laughs> hey, Dave and, uh, and Daniel are kind of always say, you know, tell us who, tell us why we should listen to you. Yeah. Like, you know, you guys all kind of have that with, with your podcast intros. And I've kind of borrowed that technique, at least with my later intros, I'm going to try to stick with that. But that intro, I'd like to get under a minute, but now it's about 90 seconds. The other thing, yeah, I think if you figure out what you hope to accomplish with your introduction, what the whole goal and purpose is to suck people into the content and, and give your credibility and then go back and look at all of the different parts you have in your introduction and figure out which ones are necessary to accomplish that goal that might help you 
if you start with the end in mind and work your way backwards, it might help you uh, decide what to keep and what to what to eliminate. The other thing, just so you know, and I want to verify this later, but earlier when I searched short time in iTunes, your podcast didn't come up. I had to type in short time wrestling podcast for that to come up. So hmm. that was something that uh, I want to like, go back and double verify because the one thing that's kind of unfortunate is the iTunes search, not the best on the planet. Uh, so how would he fix that, Dave? How would he how would he get short time to come up in iTunes? If it, if his show is called short time wrestling podcast, yeah, it's in the title. just search short time. Yeah, that's that's. Is well, there I've some metadata or something? That you I don't put know in if there? it has something to do with me being logged in. I just went to iTunes right now, and then you have to scroll down to podcasts, and it's the first thing and listed. Was, okay, I'll, like I said, I want to double check that because I was really surprised that it didn't because it's in your title, and that's really the big thing that iTunes searches through is the title. So, All right, now i got to try it. Yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> Which is funny because I had actually posted something on the uh, – on. Um, Nick Silverling's podcast group therapy the other day, there was that mm -hmm. section of pimp your podcast. Yeah. And actually, no, I might've put this in the podcasters group on Google is I shot up to number two, at least for just a moment of hours on the uh, college and, and high school section of the sport. Sounds like, Oh, I'm screenshotting that bad boy. I know you guys say, don't obsess over your stats and your oh, rankings. No, that's a good one. That was something I was number two behind ESPNU and ahead of, I think rivals.com or CBS sports. I was like, screenshot. <laughs> there you go. Eric, what was your? Uh, are you done in your laboratory yet? I'm scrolling down now through movies and songs, albums, TV episodes, podcasts. Hey. Short time wrestling podcast is number one for me. Okay, well then it's just it's we'll just shoot Dave in the head. Knowing Dave, I probably typed it wrong. <laughs> shot cast. Yeah, he shot, comes up with some drinking shot, podcast. Shot Tim or something. <laughs> yes, that was that was that was what I might have done when I was in college for seven years. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and start digging into the content. So, Eric, I'll let you uh, lead off again. Uh, the thing I love about your content, Jason, is uh, you have some solid questions, and I love the way you ask them. I can tell that you've kind of been around journalism for a long time because you ask great questions that are quick and to the point. And, uh, Dave, if you could play – uh, selection number two there for me, if you have that handy. You're on the team with another Hawkeye, Brent Metcalf. And what's it mean to be on the team with another guy that's from Iowa and you guys have been training at the Hawkeye Wrestling Club? It's awesome, and I'm really excited about it. And, no, I think he's really excited about it, too. The thing I love about questions like that is you give a little background um, about the question and about your guest, but then you don't ask that question. Like, oh, you're on a you're on the team with another Iowa Hawkeye. How cool is that? You know, it's like, uh, okay, well, I, I really don't have anything to say because you just kind of stole the answer. Well, you give a little background, and then we kind of go in a different direction, and you ask you ask to dig deeper into that. Uh, I love the fact that the question's short; it's to the point. You do a nice job with that throughout the podcast. There's another one um, where you ask about his fiance. We're, right in the beginning there, we, yeah, we he that. talks about. His uh, his fiance kind of pushes him into it, and you ask, uh, "Tell me how that discussion went." And I thought that was a great question. It really led him down a path to tell us a great story about how he got back into doing his things. Um, you do a, a nice job of doing your homework and learning the background of the question, 
And then without dragging the question out for a ridiculously long time, you know, I call it the Bob Costas question, because if you ever listen to Bob Costas do an interview, his questions are about four and a half minutes long. And then you're like, Bob, where's the question in this? Because he's given so much information where you just you you jam a bunch of information into about two sentences and you hit the question and you let your guests shine. And I think that's fantastic. I love listening to that. And that was the other thing I noticed when I was listening. I was like, wow, he knew his fiance was a, a volleyball player. And that was like, oh, here's a guy who's definitely done his homework. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's very cool that, that you knew that. Because somebody who's just doing a quick Google search or whatever is probably, I don't know how you know public that is or whatever, but I just thought, wow, that's kind of cool. I, he had to do some digging. Or here's a guy that, again, is immersed in the community to, uh, to get that kind of uh, information. So well, and, one, and, and with that, let me let me just expound on that point because I cover wrestling so much. I was at the World Team Trials in Madison, Wisconsin. I was in that interview with where he was with the media. So he said his fiance. I was like, I don't know his fiance's name. One of the guys that I'd mentioned in one of the early questions, the guy Izzy Martinez. I've known him for about uh, nine or ten years. I sent him a text to go, Hey, what's what's the, actually? And I know his agent too. Uh, I go, Hey, what's Tony's fiance's for, uh, name? And they said, Megan. And I was like, okay, I got to remember that because I was lining him up to get him on the show later. So, uh, and that, and you, you follow people on Twitter, you can kind of figure out who they're responding to. It, you know, it's, it's basically kind of uh, social media research for maybe people that are out there, maybe watching this is like, how did he do that? Well, sometimes it's all over Twitter. You just got to look. Yeah. It's that journalism background that you have. It's just kind of creeping out where you find, find the rocks and turn them over until you get the answer you're looking for. And for the- me, Go ahead. Well, I, I had one comment, Dave, on, on that particular point there where you were talking about um, uh, his fiance being a volleyball player. And, and it really helped having another Division One athlete in the household. Uh, it's, there, there were a couple of questions where you asked yes, no questions. And, and being a journalist, uh, you know that that leads into a dead end quick. So just keep an eye on that. That one was one right there where you say, uh, she's a volleyball player, right? And he said, yeah, yeah, she plays volleyball. And then you had to come back with uh, that. That's got to help having another Division One athlete in the household. And he said, yeah, that, that helps a lot. And then, and then finally he ran with it uh, because he needed something to say. But you asked two yes, no questions back to back there, which kind of uh, made him – get creative to answer the question. So just kind of keep an eye on those yes, no questions. It didn't come in very often. You only did it a couple times. Most of your questions were spot on, great open-ended questions, getting your guests to tell great stories, which um, was was fantastic. I loved your questions. What I liked was you did have some great questions on from a standpoint of, you know, who's listening and obviously wrestlers are going to be listening to this. So you got into like, like when you asked him, what are, what do you need to work on? And he then revealed it. I'm like, wow, cool guess that he's going to say, here's my, my weaknesses. And number two, here's how I'm going to go about and do that. And then another one, I have a clip here where apparently he was on some sort of show. And instead of saying, what was it like to be on TV? Cause who's going to go, I hated it. You know, um, he had a great, yeah, he had a, a cool answer. So, 
Speaking of the flow series, what was it? Like, well, how did how did they approach you on that? Because it was a pretty solid thing. I thought it was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. But at the point, you have to look at it. Well, were they focusing? Were they going to focus on your college career, or were they going to focus on your international career? Because collegiately, yes, you won an NCAA Division One championship. But internationally, mm-hmm. I mean, you made one junior world team. You, you really weren't accomplished on that level yet. So, was there any mm-hmm. hesitation in giving them the access and and seeing more behind the scenes with Tony Ramos than than uh, you were accustomed to? And I like that question for one other cool thing. You politely like said, hey, you know what? You really weren't ready for primetime yet, and yet they're giving you this show. And I was like, well, that's kind of an uh, interesting way to, to spin that to the guest. I was like, here's a guy who's not afraid to ask a slightly uncomfortable question as to how'd you get that gig? Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, and it, it did. It then gave the behind-the-scenes um view of how that guy got it, not just what was it like to get it. How did you get it? Because again, there might be another wrestler out there that goes, how can I get on that show? So I thought that was a, a cool kind of, st- again, going towards the story of, uh, of that. So yes, I heard. Th- <laughs> I, I was just going to say, Jason, that I love, I love the fact that you do journalistic homework uh, before you got into your interviews. Cause it led to great questions. You asked the question about, um, the, the other Hawkeye being on the team and and the relationships that that created. You asked about his uh, relationship with his coaches. You asked about what's next. Are you, are you thinking about going into movies? And he's like, hey, if somebody wants to pitch me a movie, I'm not going to turn that down. There, there were great questions, and it wasn't your everyday, how do you get prepared for a, a match? Who tapes your hands for you? Uh, you know, what What was your all-time favorite match? You know, things like that. It, it, where he gets into talking about he was wrestling that 14-year-old back when he was in high school and he and he flexed and that's what kept him off the all-tournament team. Things like that. Those, there were great stories and you led him there and you let him tell the story and you let him shine, which made, made you both look great. I mean, the, it's obvious that you knew the answer and you knew the information, but you let him tell it. And you just threw those softballs to him and let him knock him out of the park. And I thought that was that's a sign of a solid interviewer right there. Nice job. Now there are there are a couple podcasts I've done where I I am interested in match preparation. I actually uh, the, one of the reasons I actually used this show I wanted you guys to review is because it was the first one I had actually included listener questions. I put it out on social media. I have a uh, a feedback form on the page that people can submit their questions. That was kind of toward the end of the show. And this was the first one that I had actually incorporated those listener questions. So I kind of left those questions that I might've had on my uh, initial list of things to ask. I let the, the, let the listener ask that question. So it, it served two purposes. One, it answers a question I think most of our listenership would want to get. And two, it would engage the listener who had spent their time to send in the question. And, and one of the kids uh, kid that asked a question from Oregon. I actually know his dad and they, they post on our message boards quite a bit and he's a huge Ramos fan. So, you know, getting a 16 year old kid to have his question answered by one of his heroes is, is another reason why some of those like, well, how do you get prepared for a match? I let, I let the users ask those questions versus uh, taking the time on the front half of the interview with it. I liked that listener question segment for a couple different reasons. One, you didn't let it go on too long because listeners, unlike you and the research that you've done, will ask questions that uh, that might get too geeky 
you know, hey, in that uh, in that match that you had on December 17th, uh, 2013, when you were fighting that one guy from the one school and uh, and he had you in that uh, he had you pinned and you ended up doing the leg kick and got out. How'd that work? You know, and it's like no, nobody remembers any of that. You know, they can get way too technical. Um and you didn't let it do that. You kept it kind of focused and you picked like the, a handful of the best questions that you received and, and just asked those. Uh, so you li- didn't let it get out of hand. And the other thing was they ask fun questions and, and questions that a lot of times you wouldn't ask. Uh, like, who would you fight? Wh- who's the one guy you'd want to wrestle who's not a wrestler? And the guy <laughs> says Mike Tyson, which I thought was a great answer. You know, it kind of it gets fun answers out of your guests with questions that might be a little off the cuff or, or not quite as professional as you might ask. Well, I had one follow-up, uh, the, the teammate Metcalf, I got him uh, later on. And actually that was the first interview that I'd actually gotten a speak pipe uh, audio interview. And that was actually before I submitted that one. Now that I'm looking back on, man, I probably should have done that one. But uh, the, it, one of them was about why do a pack of hot dogs come in eight and buns come, or yes. come in 10 and come in eight. It was one of those. And I'm like, and I, I, you know, I sat there and I looked at it and I go, you know what? Uh, I'm going to throw this question in there because it's not necessarily, it's not me asking it. It's a fan. And I just had to frame it with a little bit of, you know, not right. comedy, but you know, a little lightheartedness. And, and the response was, man, that's a good question. I don't know. Why do they come in? Eight <laughs> so uh, even if, if a fan's going to throw a goofy question out there, I'm not just going to poo poo it because I don't like it. Now there's some questions that I'll, I mean, there's some editorial uh, role that goes into it. I'm going to be like, you know, I don't, necessarily yeah the show can be controversial with certain questions but the the point is really to get the rest of the community to understand these athletes um, just beyond the rest of that that's where you know in another issue another episode i had one of the wrestlers his his brother had died a couple years ago and we talked about you know what he was doing to preserve his memory and things like that i want to get that type of stuff out of him and but the listeners one of the listener questions was actually the same thing that was one i was actually going to keep and every listener that submitted a question that didn't get read, I sent them an email and thanked them for the question and explained why it wouldn't get in. In many cases, it was it was already a question asked and or they had submitted a question for a previous guest. So I wanted to get new people on for the first time. There you go. Working that community. Awesome. Well, I have another clip here and I don't understand my own notes. It says, great story, except. <laughs> so we'll find out what this, I'll understand when I see it. I've been covering sports for about Jackson. 20 years, and I've been in a lot of arenas and a lot of different sports. Oh. That is the loudest I've ever heard any arena in in my career. And it was one of the— I'm going to stop my own self here. I love this clip because it's a great story, and you're relating something, and I'm, I'm trying to picture what it had to be like there. So. I've been covering sports for about 20 years, and I've been in a lot of arenas and a lot of different sports. That is the loudest I've ever heard any arena in in my career. And it was one of those moments that was like, and, and I even remember taking the picture from the Des Moines Register and putting it as my background on my computer and going, "This, it's moments like this is why I enjoy covering wrestling. It's seeing that raw emotion. It was like, that's, I got chills, man. And it, it's, it's, I'm not trying to blow smoke here, but that was one of the cooler experiences because it's Carver Hawkeye. It's an iconic arena with wrestling. And uh, now let's describe that moment a little bit. I mean, you, you pin Jordan Conaway. It's a big duel. It's Iowa. It's Penn State. There's a lot, yeah. a lot of angry and uh, and fans that like to chirp at Kale because he was a Cyclone and now he's at Penn State. And of course, Iowa, obviously being kind of one of the the beacon programs of of college wrestling. You know, what was it like to get the fall, have the flex, and have that place just go nuts? I hated it. 
It was the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, 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 point taken. Yeah, you, 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 you did one of my pet peeves, and it's and I, I see it all the time. You know, you just won. You, you just broke the scoring record. How do you feel? So when I see a sports person ask a question that I know the answer and I'm not the guest, I'm like, really? Now, on the other hand, you you did one earlier similar, but he had a good like story behind it. So I'm like, ask that question because you are going to have those times when they're like, they're going to come up with some weird thing like I was happy as you know, hot pudding on a, you know, pancake or something. And you're like, what? Wow, I got to keep that in. Uh, but if it's just your typical sports answer, I don't know. On one hand, you want to hear that. I don't know. I'm not much. I live in Cleveland. There's nothing here to cheer about in sports. So I don't know what to hey, They had to walk up Grand Slam today. <laughs> Did we? All right. Excellent. Kid from my hometown got his first major league win today on the mound uh-huh. for the Indians. There you go. So, so that was you just... Know, that Jason, when, when you come into questions like that, you know, it, it, how to, instead of saying, how did it feel, um, spin it a little bit and say, uh, who is the first person you called and how did you describe it to them? Or how did you tell them about it? Or when did it finally sink in? Or, or when was the first time you saw it on the news or read it in the newspaper where they can kind of relive that exhilaration? Um, without saying, Oh yeah, it felt great. You know, I loved it. I was pretty pumped, you know, and the same Pat answered, flip it a little bit and figure out how you can reframe the question to get a similar answer, but one we haven't heard before. Yeah, I agree there because I've had in my career, I've, I've had to go from interviewing Olympic champions to 13, 14 year old freshmen who just get their first varsity win or something. So uh, I've had all kinds when it comes to interviews and, and, and some questions are open-ended. I learned the yes, no question, never ask to the high school freshman. You can maybe get that with guys that are a little more seasoned with the media, but the high school kids never ask yes, no questions. Yeah. You're going to take a nosedive quick with that kid. All right. So we're going to shift gears over to your website. Now I went out to the open mat. Should I be looking at audio dot the open mat or yeah. Audio is the landing page for short time. And, okay. um, you know, I've, I've, I try to make sure that, you know, there is, I put short time content on our main landing page and the branding is almost, uh, the, the layout, the, the WordPress theme is, is identical with a few modifications. Uh, but everything that's audio is on audio.theopenmat.com. Since uh, we actually built the subdomain before I had a name for the show. I knew I wanted to do something and we need a landing page. And I was, I felt that the podcasts were getting buried in our news content on the, the news.openmat side and the power press thing. And we were in a situation where our, our domain name was shifted around because of a, the, the work relationship with the other company we were in went South and that kind of led to the 301 redirects not working correctly. So that was kind of a reason why we had audio just kind of standing there. And uh, I was like, all right, well, let's use the audio site for short time. So that's kind of why the domain name is what it is. Um, I haven't gotten a, a redirect for it yet. That's kind of on my to-do list is, you know, shorttimepodcast.com or something like that. That'll redirect to it. It might be a little easier. But, um, you know, th- the name of the company is The Open Mat. That's the name of the website. So, um, 
yeah, I, I can understand where the audio dot might might trick might be a little tricky. So, yeah, I just was curious. So, uh, when you go there now, the the way you describe this type of website, it's a magazine style, meaning there's lots of little blurbs, mainly the headline of the story, with typically like you have here pictures, and you have a lot of great pictures and uh, you know a lot of action. And and the one thing I love when I first got here i know very little about uh wrestling but when i saw that you were featuring dan gable i'm like whoa because i know enough to that like dan gable is like like a wrestling god and i was like wow that's pretty cool dan gable's on this website and so i walked down i see that there's mike golick and so you've got some cool guests i was like that's really really cool and so it's a lot of information the only thing that i thought of is in a magazine style the one thing that really that you're looking to grab people's attention with is the headline and you're half your headline is usually short time, short time, 63 short time, this where if it, you're not really cutting off the, uh, I don't think you are. No, the headline wraps. So you're okay. I, I, I just saw yeah, that. Yeah. And this theme, this theme, it gives us the option to add a feature headline. So instead, if you scroll back up mm-hmm. and you'll see where it says short time, the carries and that's Carrie Regner and Carrie Bowman's. Well, if you scroll below it, you'll see the title is talking with that theme, that three deck, four deck headline would cover the picture completely. So this theme gives us the opportunity to give a quick hitter, kind of like uh, just it's a, it's kind of an ESPN clone type of theme. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like um, on the main site, you know, Nanad Lalovic's running unopposed. And the headline is, feel a president Nanad Lalovic to run unopposed in September. Well, that would cover the whole thing. It's just kind of a quick boom. Lalovic running unopposed. And it's kind of a little bit of the, you know, I, I wanted a news newspaper, ESPN-ish type of theme with it. So, um, and that, yeah, I think keeping the same theme with short time uh, helps with familiarity for people to come over. It's like, oh, this is the same type. They kind of know it's the same company, even though the, the the logo might slightly be different. But almost everything's the same. So uh, that that theme is what gives us the 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 slider. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing where those headlines are visible. You click the story; it's the full headline, and and below it. I'm pointing at the screen like like you guys can see that uh, like you can you know there's that's why I list maybe 15 12 15 episodes below it so you see right. the past past kind of you know, scroll just a hair but yeah and I like the fact that you've got your your subscribe and follow buttons right up top so it makes it easy and uh, you've got it I, I like the fact that instead of have a button that says play you have want to surf and listen which is one of the advantages of that button is that it does open up in a brand new window. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, just pointing out the the obvious. Uh, Eric, your thoughts on the website? I like the uh, listen, the subscribe buttons as well. The thing I really appreciated about the website was the way you uh, teach people how to listen. There's that little tutorial there on how to listen up top, which I thought was really cool, kind of uh, taking – um, wrestlers and, and athletes who maybe aren't as technically inclined uh, and teaching them how to get into podcasting. You know, as podcasters, we think everybody knows how to listen to a podcast. And I really appreciated you your tutorial page there on how to listen. Um, I found it difficult to find the podcast when I was on um, the news uh, news.openmat.com. Um, because if from the podcast, from audio.theopenmat.com. If you click on the open mat up top or on the mat, 
I believe that takes you over to news.theopenmat. No, that's not the one. Where was the one I was looking at? Maybe that's the one. Short time, the audio page has a has a menu at the top. It says theopenmat.com. Takes you right over to the news, the news side. Okay. Yeah, once so. I got to the news side, I found it hard to get back to the podcast side because there wasn't a real clear link here unless you go over under features and then podcasting or you scroll all the way to the bottom and you look at the footnotes. Yeah, that's um, one of the one of the limitations with this theme is I've even tweaked the CSS a bit to give us actually two more menu items than what the the theme itself usually provides. And you've got to cram a lot of different categories in there with the menus because we can't I mean, the home page is is busy. So I, I'm still, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm actually interested in feedback on maybe uh, because on this initially I had had it on the sidebar underneath the, the main slider where. When you scroll down, uh, once you got the what's new and then the, the scrolling stories on that right column was a short time kind of landing page. And uh, with the way the site functions, it's basically a lot of a lot of widgets. It's drag and drop. And you kind of, you know, I like, you know, have one long widget and the other ones will, will slide in. And I had a short time one there and I was looking at the real estate going, OK, the recruiting news is kind of big. It's a balance of where do I want to put that real estate? Cause I've got a widget ready to go that, you know, it's, it looks very similar to what's on the short time. Actually, it's almost the same widget. Um, same code is actually there. That's on the short time page. That was on the third column underneath the don't miss or what's new section. So I've got yeah. that there. It's just when the news flows in, it, it's kind of hard to, to give up some of that real yeah. estate. Yeah, it's real estate and, the, and priorities and where you have to where you have to land your real estate. Dave, if you can scroll down just a little bit, mm -hmm. there's this um, right here, uh, theopenmat.com, Short Time Wrestling Podcast. You have that little graphic there, how to listen to tutorials. I love that little graphic. I mean, it's eye-catching, the, the blue circle's eye-catching. It'll lead you to the uh, website. If you had something like that on the, uh, the uh, news.theopenmat.com, that might take me back over to the podcast or something like that. I know real estate's prime and you have to make decisions on, on where to direct people. Um, but that was just a little confusing on my part. I, and, and features taking me from features to a podcast, um, was a little, a little confusing for me. I thought the website, uh, overall, I like the clean look. I love the, the magazine layout of it. I thought you could use a little more white space to kind of draw the eye to some of the some of the articles. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, there's there's two sides to that story because on one hand, my mind was kind of like, "Wow, this there's there's a lot going on here." The flip side of that is it's a little busy, and I I appreciate both. But on the other hand, if you have a magazine style theme, it's because you got a lot going on. That's why you use a magazine style. Because if there wasn't that much going on, you could get by with your traditional theme. So it's it's, it's not really a a negative. It's just when you first go there, you're kind of not sure where to start, but that's, yeah. that's where the headlines come in. And if you're a wrestling fan, uh, man, you got it all on your website. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's, it, you're not going to miss a thing. If you come to this website and you're looking for some news on wrestling, it's, it's on here somewhere, which I thought <laughs> was great. The, the one thing that confused me was the TOM acronym. Yes. Um, I have that. I go, who's Tom? Because, because it, yeah, it, it, you don't use the TOM acronym in your podcast, and it wasn't really explained until I realized, because I was listening to the short-time podcast, and then we were 
on the website, we're talking about Tom. And, and I thought Tom was maybe the, the head guy or the guy that did uh, the, uh, the magazine or I, Tom I didn't know is, who Tom, Tom was. Tom is a nickname for the little guy that's up at the top of the screen, the icon, the guy with the headset. The, the that's blue guy. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, and it's, there's a, there, he's wearing a singlet on the news side. So it's, you know, it's kind of that, but Tom, the open mat. So yes. uh, within, within wrestling circles, yes, it's people kind of know what, what Tom is. At least that's what we're trying to get across. But okay. yeah, it's I, part of that in the, in the, the show close was, I didn't really want to say the open mat magazine or the open mat magazine junior. So we just kind of call it Tom junior for short. And if you see right there on the Tom magazines on the, on the right panel there, you see the magazine's name is, is Tom. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it stands for the open mat. So uh, again, some of that's kind of being newish, but yeah, it's, right. it's definitely some, uh, something it's, it's been a concern. And it's one thing I definitely wanted uh, your guys feedback on. Cause not everybody that discovers my show listen or knows what I knows about the website. I mean, there might be some of this is to try to capture people that might've wrestled at one point that have gotten out of it. That might be listening to wrestling podcast or listen to podcasts and find something about wrestling. And go, Oh, cool. And, you know, kind of bring them back into the sport too. So overall with the website, I love the way that uh, it's easy to subscribe there with your links. I love the fact that you teach people how to use it. Uh, and, um, and, and I love the magazine layout. Yeah, it's it's definitely you have the right kind of because I've seen people use a magazine style uh, theme and they, they don't have the the information to to populate it and it looks kind of silly at that point because you end up with yeah like, and a lot of times when you see that Dave uh, the the information doesn't change like yeah. you'll go back next week and yeah. three stories are new and the other eighteen are the <laughs> same stories they've yeah. had on for the past four months yeah so you you. And, your initial reaction is, wow, there's a lot going on here. And then you go back later and you're like, no, maybe there's not. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, with, with our, the news site, that one changes constantly yeah. because yeah. Those, you know, it's always but the, the short time side, I, I want those long, those, the longer list there because uh, I, I don't know if even using long tail is the right word here, but there are people that might discover the show for the first time and they might not, if you've only got five stories up on the front, you don't, I mean, you know, I want, I want them to go find David Taylor really quickly. And I think he's still on the front page. There are names that people are like, oh, you got Taylor. I want to click there. Oh, there's one with Gable. I want to click there. So, you know, the short time page only changes when there's new shows. And granted, we're putting out three shows a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two of which I produce myself. And again, the third uh, is, is the one out in Iowa. So, yeah, it changes three times a week, but it doesn't change dramatically. Yeah, I have no problem with you leaving archive articles up there, yeah. the articles that are good and you have great names doing it, but you're always putting new content up there. There's new content being added to the site each week, which add, gets added to the top and, and things kind of move down. Though they stay on the list, you're still adding new content. What Dave and I are talking about are, are those that use that magazine layout and never add new stuff. And every time you go back, it's the same thing. Like nothing's changed. There's no reason to come back again because it's all the same stuff you saw last time where you're actually adding new content. It may not be 18 new articles every day, but it's new it's articles. The new every site. Week. <laughs> That's right. the new site during the season. Geez. We, one day I think I posted 25 new items and a lot of them are press releases, but yeah, it's, yeah. The, the other thing that yeah. I, I've seen that look good 
that I've seen, again, other people, it, again, proves that there's something going on this site is your forum. Actually has people in it, actually has people chiming in. And I was like, okay. Because a lot of times the forum is just a, a giant, you know, you go there and there's just crickets. So, again, it's a little social proof. That, that or spam bots. Yeah, or spam bots, exactly. So when I looked at it, I was like, wow, this is actually a forum and there's actually people here. And the other thing that I always love is you can see the last post and when the last post is the same person. And it's like, no, there's actually more than one person here that's active in the forum. So I was like, from from an outsider standpoint, I was like, well, this looks like a, a, a forum that is getting some activity. So that was the other thing on the, the website that I had in my notes. I'm like, all right, good job on, cause forums are not easy. They take a lot of work to, uh, I hate them. Honestly, I hate them because when I was at USA wrestling, we had, uh, they have a site called the mat.com, which is, you know, kind of go figure. I, I worked for them for three years that my, moderating the message board was one of my jobs. And while we have a forum on the open mat, it's not nearly as tra- it, it doesn't get the traffic and it doesn't get the degree of, crazy wrestling fan who feels they can say anything about anybody right. at any given time. So, it, it, you know, having this form be less of a headache is, is really nice. I've had a couple message boards throughout the years that are just like, I don't understand what's wrong with people. So, you know, but another thing with the board is I've actually put, there's a whole board that's strictly for short time podcast. So whenever there's an update, I post it there too. So uh, not a whole lot of reads on that since I think most of those people might be listening anyway, right. or they're following us on Twitter so, uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's overkill in some ways, but some, you know, there's some people like, oh, I didn't realize this was even here. And they've been reading the board for years. Got it. And Eric, we had a, another clip of yours. You want to set that up? Oh, yeah, sure. This is just uh, another example of one of your interview questions, Jason. And you don't do this uh, often, but let's take a listen to it, and then I'll kind of explain what we're listening to. Back in 2009, and you were talking about there were no cadet worlds when you were coming through, and they stopped, I believe, in 99 or 2000 and then picked them back up in 2011. But at the junior level in 09, you were fifth at the junior worlds at 55 kilos. And looking at the mm-hmm. FILA rankings, the number seven wrestler in the world right now is Hassan Rahimi in your weight. He won the weight that year, which was in uh, Ankara, yeah. Turkey. The bronze medalist was Vladivir Kinchegishvili. Uh, he's ranked number one in the world right now. Are you, are you chomping at the bit to get, get a chance to tie up with those guys? I mean, looking at the draws, you didn't wrestle either of them that year. They both won medals. You were fifth. Are you, are you kind of mm-hmm. looking back and going... Oh, I finally get a chance at these guys. Oh yeah, I'm excited. And, and that was really all right. So y- y- what I was saying is, you don't do this very often, but in this one in particular, you asked the question and then you kept talking. A- and there were three times as you were talking where he tried to jump in to start answering the question, and you continued on. So through the through it, you're you're setting up these two guys. Uh, that he didn't have a chance to wrestle before. And you ask him, are you chomping at the bit to get another crack at these guys? And instead of stopping there and letting him ask again, you, you continued on and drew out the question a little more, adding even more content, which he probably would have added in his answer. Um, and th- th- this was the only question I heard you do that. Um, I just wanted to bring it to your attention and make sure that you keep an eye on doing that. Once you hit your question and he's ready to answer, stop and let him go. If you need to follow up to provide more information or a little more clarity on the question, you can jump back in later on in his answer. Uh, But once you hit that question mark, stop and just let him run with it. Yeah, I've got nothing to uh, to combat that with because you're 100% correct there. (laughs) The only thing I think I did there is, you know, I I try 
to I've got a tendency to ramble sometimes where I'm like the Costas thing. Uh, trying to get so much in there to give the backstory so people are like, who is Beckon Gregoriev or something like that? And I, you know, that's maybe a, a situation where I was trying to give a little bit of background for the listener to set the question up right, and it just ended up tanking mightily. Got it. Hey, Eric, are you hearing static? I, I got some buzz on him. Yeah. Just was, on that question, though. I was like, that's weird. All of a sudden, you're, you went really, and I was like, hmm. Interesting. Like, what do you call it, Dave? Bacon frying underwater. Yes, bacon frying underwater. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna roll out your uh, your ending here. As always, we listen to the beginning of it. We always like to uh, listen to the end, and it went a little something like this. The Short Time Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by Flips Wrestling. Train alone or train out loud at flipswrestling.com. Like what you hear on Short Time? Drop us a line and leave a review on iTunes by going to theopenmat.com slash iTunes and tell us what you think. Give us a five-star rating if you feel it's appropriate because we know you think it's appropriate. And also go to theopenmat.com slash subscribe and find out how you can get both digital magazines of The Open Mat Magazine and Tom Jr. for just one low price. Again, Leave us a review on iTunes at theopenmat.com slash iTunes and subscribe to The Open Mat at the open. And there you go. A little, little added silence for ease of editing later. So uh, kind of like the intro, we, we kind of have a lot going in there. Uh, Eric, you want to chime in? Not nearly as much as the intro, no. but yeah, there are a couple of different things. The sponsor's quick. I like that. Yeah. Hey, the, the podcast today is sponsored by a wrestling sponsor, which I thought was nice. The, I, I usually uh, try and get people to make one call to action at the end of their podcast. Make it easy for your listener to do whatever it is you want them to do. The thing I liked about your close is both of your calls to action were go to the website and take action. So whether it was go to the website slash iTunes or go to the website slash subscribe for the magazine, you had both things there. Uh, what I might recommend is you create one podcast page that has all of that information on there. So your one call to action is, hey, if you want to uh, leave a if you want to leave a review on iTunes, we made it easy for you. Also, if you want to subscribe to the magazine, you can do that too. Go to theopenmat.com slash uh, podcast or, or slash uh, short time, whatever you happen to make it, and then have both of those things right there for them. So you're, you only have one call to action and it's sending them to that one page. And then on there, you can have the, hey, here's how to contact us. Here's how to leave a speak pipe. Here's how to get involved with the show. Here's where you can email us. Here's where you can send us large sums of money if you'd like to. Here's where you can give us a review on iTunes. Whatever you need, it's all on that one page. And so you're you're... The conclusion was pretty clean. Yeah, uh, you just had two different backslash or two different slash call to action, and it got a little confusing there. Otherwise, pretty strong. And I have no scientific proof to put on this. I just know, in a branding thing, if it's theopenmat.com/slash short, maybe for short time, and theopenmat.com/slash you know whatever the other name of the podcast is, because I. I get worried about people typing in something.theopenmat.com. For me, I always try to make domain names as easy to spell as possible. What do you guys think? Is, is a domain name kind of a weird, like, 
what do you mean I have to type in dot before your domain name? That's just me. I just was like, I don't know if subdomains are going to throw people for a loop. That could be just. You mean like audio, audio dot, dot, dot the open, the open mat, mat dot com. com? Yeah, I was like, why not? The open mat dot com? Yeah, why not the open mat dot com slash podcast? I don't know. Well, what I, what I actually have is I actually have Pretty Link on both sides. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when I set up Pretty Link on the short, that was the first one I used, it was on the short time side, is I couldn't type in certain words for some reason. Like I wanted, mm. you know, slash Spreaker. Well, I had to type go to Spreaker for it to work. It, it just wouldn't work for some reason. Yeah. Now, on the news side, all links are the openmat.com slash Spreaker, the openmat.com slash iTunes, the openmat, you know, they're, it's, they're, they, they go to the same place. So, you know, I, I, I've got two sets of them. It's just maybe uh, for what you were saying, direct to the simple, the openmat.com side versus the audio. Because I've got them set up. I set them up just for that to, you know, if for some reason it was pretty link wasn't working for me yeah. um, the way I wanted it to. So yeah, I, I've, I've actually thought about that. Yeah, so like I I'm said, glad I, you brought it up. I have nothing to, to base that on. It was just where me and I going, is the subdomain, a, is, is that okay? Are we, are we good enough typers or, you know, is that going to confuse anybody? But you know, I was just something I threw out there. I thought, well, I'll, I'll get you guys' opinion on that. But uh, that was just something I thought. So, but, uh, so let's move on to then, uh, we always kind of like to wrap things up, kind of what you, what you did good and, and things you can, can tweak on. So for me, number one, just kudos on getting great guests because I know that's not easy to do. And, uh, so I was like, wow, that was, that was impressive. And, uh, I like the website. It's a lot of info on there, but like I said, my first, when I first got there and I saw Dan Gable and just headlines blinking all over the place. I was like, wow, this, this is like, this is the place. This is, this is like the home of wrestling is, is here. So I definitely like that. And to me, again, I, I liked the, uh, again, you're just, your journalistic background came through with your questions and, and getting the, you know, like I said, when you were asking about that TV show, you know, how'd you get on there as opposed to how did it feel to be on there or something like that? So Eric, what, what were your, some of your pluses? Uh, I, I too appreciate your journalistic approach to the whole thing. I thought your questions were strong. They were quick and to the point. They weren't long drawn out and hard to follow. You got your guests to, to give you creative answers and tell some great stories. I thought that was, uh, uh, added, added a lot to the show. You did a nice job doing your homework, uh, without really dragging out the question. You added something to the show, without just repeating what the guest was going to repeat with their answer. Your, your production values through the whole show were great. Uh, you, you know what you're doing around a board, and the, the show runs pretty smooth. I thought overall it was a, a quality performance. Yeah, and really, the, the other thing I forgot to mention is I looked at your audio file. It's Your volume levels are fine. Your tags are fine. So technically, the website and the, the audio, I was like, all right, well, well, good job for you. So... When I was trying to find something that I was like, well, okay, where's kind of a room for improvement? And really, we kind of mentioned this already is be careful with the yes, no questions. Uh, and, you know, again, my, my pet peeve is please don't ask the, the, you know, you just won $8 million. Did that make you happy? Please don't ask that question. Um, and, and really, was that pet, was that pet peeve on one of the roundtables? I, I think I now that, now that <laughs> so I've listened to pretty much all of them. <laughs> 
Maybe that's where I'm getting some of these things. I'm cramming all of you guys' ideas into, into one, one thing. Here you go. <laughs> Call to action. Give yourself credibility. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Maybe it's a little uh, podcast coaching <laughs> overload. <laughs> so, and, you know, and it sounds like you've already taken some steps for your intro and outro to, to kind of tighten those up a little bit. And they weren't horrible. It just, they were, and again, it, it kind of goes with what's going on. You have so much going on. How do you uh, kind of minimize that? So, Eric, what did you and, think? It, Jason, it sounds like we're not telling you anything uh, that it, it doesn't sound like we're telling you anything you don't already know. We're telling you to uh, to shorten up that introduction a little bit. You're working on that. You know, uh, from being a journalist, you don't want to ask those yes, no questions. Um, so you're already working on that. When you hit that question mark in the question, stop talking and let your your guest answer. You already know that. So you're doing a lot of what we're already recommending. Um we're just trying to give you some some confidence to, to know that you're going down the right path and you're working on the right things and it's going to make your show stronger. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a huge wrestling person, but if I know somebody, I'm going to go here. You need to listen to this because this is obviously somebody that's not winging it, uh, well produced, well thought out and is taking this serious. And uh, so if I run into somebody who's wrestling, you know, if I ever jump into if I ever bump into Jay Moore you know, which is how I learned about Dan, uh, the guy's name who I can't remember now. Is it Dan Gable? Dan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was actually in the um, the guy that did Iowa Nice, the Scott Siepker guy, and Jay Moore, his, his work with him. He did one called Wrestling Nice, okay. and Jay Moore was in that, too. Okay. So. so I would definitely point Jay Moore at, uh, at this podcast. So uh, uh, I'll let you uh, do one, one more plug. Go ahead and tell everybody where we can find your stuff, Jason. It's the Short Time Wrestling Podcast at audio.theopenmat.com or subscribe on iTunes at theopenmat.com. <laughs> peeve, radio announcer voice at, at theopenmat.com slash iTunes. So, well, you do have a good a voice. Of, I've done a lot of PA announcing. So. There you go. But uh, thanks for coming on the show. We definitely appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to get to know you, number one, and uh, number two, uh, give you a little publicity and uh you know give us our opinion so eric well, I, I appreciate it oh eric go ahead no go ahead go ahead jason well i was gonna say i appreciate it because one thing i, I told dave we had a, a consulting session as i mentioned earlier is that you know I, i've had the radio background i've been doing this for a while i mean like you said i'm comfortable around a board in levels and things like that but just being able to reach out to people like you has really helped me because if I have a question for any of, again, the pod Migos, as I, as I'm calling you guys, uh, you know, Ray's kind of busy. He, he's even gotten back to me. Dave's pretty quick. Daniel's pretty quick. I know you guys are loaded with time. So, and, and Eric, this is the first time we've interacted. So from, from just a new podcaster, even though I don't really consider myself new, but a new for getting involved with everything you guys are doing it's helped me specifically. It's actually helped me to tell other people on how to, you know, I had a guy from Iowa say, Hey, I want to start a podcast. I've listened a short time. Who are you listening to? And I sent him, you know, he was, he was listening to Raven, uh, to Cliff Ravenscraft. And I said, for the beginner, you want to go to these three guys, this will probably help you. And, and it's funny. I live in a state with no affiliate programs because Minnesota's laws are a little weird. So um, even on my gear page, 
Each one of those links actually goes, one goes to Dave's affiliate link page for something, one goes to Daniel's, one goes to Ray's, so I'm spreading it out. <laughs> so uh, everybody that's helped me, whether they know they've helped me or not, uh, you know, it, it, it's appreciated. And, and something like this, yes, it's a service and I'm gladly paying for it. And I, everybody out there that's watching this and is kind of hesitant, dude, seriously, or men or women, sorry, I don't want to be sexist with my reply, but <laughs> I, I've honestly, I've got four pages of notes here. And while they said there's a lot of things I already knew, but this is feedback that you're going to get from people that aren't in your niche. So um, kind of a testimonial for you guys and what you guys do. This has helped me so much just, again, with the notes. And sometimes you need to hear things from somebody that's not your wife. I mean, she sits right over here in her, in her desk and hears me. She's like, oh, great. You got a podcast again. So um, it's one of those things that it, sometimes you can be told the same thing 10, 15 times by somebody close to you. But when you hear it from somebody else, it, it just it resonates a little bit more. So I'm thankful for that. The whole podcasting community, uh, like I told Dave in the beginning before we started, was I'm listening to podcasts from podcasters I like listening to. And I'm with Nick Suberling and his SPNT podcast network now because he's he's got niche sports. And that's something that obviously college and Olympic level wrestling is. And I'm listening to Inside the Jungle and I don't care about the Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> yet. I'm listening to his show because it's it's so well done and it's it's spoken with passion. And some the minor league baseball thing, I mean, all those shows within that network and then uh I'm not, I don't consider myself a tech geek, but I listen to Todd Cochran shows. I listen to the feed from Lindsay and I listen to all these things and everything that's everybody that's in this space is contributing to every little thing I improve on. So that is something I really generally appreciate. And I think it's made my podcast better. I think it could get better. And I think it's, you know, help the community of wrestling fans who are actually consuming this and uh, learning more about podcasting. So uh, that's the reason I put the tutorial out is, Hey, you know, people say, what's, what's a podcast? Uh, I don't have an iPod. I can't listen. So that, that was a reason for a tutorial. And again, I think one of those was a tip from one of the Podmigos, as I'm calling you guys, uh, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. I, again, I get the tendency to ramble. Again, I'm thankful for everything you guys do and, and for, for people like me. And, and I've heard Gary Leland's with the, the salt fast pitch.tv was the first podcast review show that I had listened to. And I was like, I, I want to do this. Awesome. Well, we're glad you were here and he didn't cry. So and he didn't. There's always next week, you know. We we, can always... <laughs> we keep trying to make somebody cry. Yeah. Somebody's gonna cry before this show's done. <laughs> Eric, where can people we're, find you? We're so, you can find me anytime you'd like uh, at at podcasttalentcoach.com. Worksheets up there to help you structure your show and any way I can help you uh, refine your content and uh, turn it into engaging entertainment. I'd love to help you. Find it at podcasttalentcoach.com. And you can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com and yeah uh, <laughs> yes exactly and uh, if you'd like to get reviewed uh, simply go to podcastreviewshow.com forward slash review me and uh, you will have your smiling voice and face on this uh, podcast and uh, we would love to have you it's uh, I, I'm enjoying the shore show more and more the more we do it and uh, it's it's uh, it was a little different at first critiquing somebody face to face but i like it and i i think the reviews are better and i think people are getting more out of it so in the end i, I think it's a win-win for everybody so if you want to do yeah that, they're allowed they're allowed to ask questions which really yeah. helps and they're allowed to uh uh get clarification on our answers and things like that so jason thanks for having the courage to come on the show and let us review your show we appreciate it 
Hey, again, it's my pleasure. Thanks for all the feedback. All right, and uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Podcast Review Show. Until then, remember that there's always room for improvement. Take care. See you real soon. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for, absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on and it's happening very, very soon. March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.